a weird Sega kick now. I like I like uh, Rystar. Uh, <laughs> I liked Rystar. I think a lot you more like Rystar more now than you did before you played James Pond. No, no, no. I like Rystar way more after playing Knights. Uh, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> uh, Sonic Team, what happened to you? Dude, was what? Sonic Team ever good? Uh, no, apparently. Actually? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Like, like Sonic okay. Team is like this sort of mark of quality, but like, I feel like everything that's come out of them for the last like 25 years has just been weird bullshit. I don't... Okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> Knights, man. <laughs> hey, everyone. Welcome to the Retro Breakdown. We're talking about Knights into Dreams because we played it a little bit. Yeah. I have played I mean, this game. You can uh, only play it a little bit because it's about a 25-minute game. <laughs> well, you played Christmas Nights, right? No, no. I actually I, – I, I played the – I played the 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 real game, and then I ended up watching a video for Christmas Nights because I was like, I don't want to play this anymore. <laughs> I mean, it's just yeah, we'll get into it. But like, hey, I'm Dean. You can find me on on Twitch at Twitch.tv/timewander, and I'm Tom. You can find me on uh, Twitter at just at wait, what is it? Tom Day VG. There it is. I almost said something else that was not have been right. That's that's fine. I don't I don't know that there's a ton of people following our oh, I get, spoken I get, word links anyway. I get 10, 10 follows every time, every uh every podcast, 100 follows at least. That's really impressive since at at present we're averaging about 5 listens per episode. I don't know. I guess people are making fake accounts just to just to follow me. And you know what with, it is? Like we're we're like it it only counts as one account. It only counts as one listen, but they're playing it for like a stadium full of people. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So there's, like, there's it, it counts followers. as like one play, but like a hundred people are hearing it like per per listen. So wow, that's that's you're you're that's an ambitiously small stadium. <laughs> it's more like a it's more like an open night open mic night at a bar. <laughs> oh, yeah. They just there's you imagine because of, like because imagine of COVID they just like, press play. Yeah, you imagine podcast. you go to, to like open mic karaoke and you just play like 15 minutes of your podcast, <laughs> and you're just like, thanks everyone, please uh, please follow please me. follow me on Spotify. Oh my god, I'm surprised there hasn't been like a I, there might have been. I'm not really. Up I to bet date you on. someone has done it. Someone has to have done that. We can't be. Any anytime you think you 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 have something that's that's kind of creative or funny, someone else has probably done it before. Oh, well, I'm like I'm sure that person got booed off the stage too. Like, like I don't unless imagine... they're famous because then it's edgy or yeah. like I don't imagine it worked by any means. But like that doesn't mean that someone didn't try to do it. <laughs> it would take a lot of it take a lot of something to get up there and 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 just press play on. I mean, I guess that's what every. Um, <laughs> every dj does like like a what what's his name dead mao five. Oh yeah he, 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 i he believe just... that's just supposed to be dead mouse oh i know what it's supposed to be but it's dead mao five yeah it sure and is. he has a bunch of people that come to his concerts and he actually just presses play on his ipod and then dances like so i suppose it's the same thing as that and he has millions of dollars i mean i'm not gonna get into the whole <laughs> dj scene because like I don't, I don't know. Like that new harmonics game came out. It's called Fuser, and it's basically like being a DJ where you just no, like. I well, when if you're so you're if like you're doing that your stuff, in. that's way more. If you're actually that's like cool. mixing it live, that's yeah. insane. That yeah. stuff's awesome. I I absolutely have hundred percent. I don't nothing, know if Dead Mouse actually does that, but I think because I don't care. I don't think so. 
Yeah, I don't either. <laughs> my, I have, I have a single, I have a That's single my... like touchstone with, um, with, uh, dead, dead mouth five. <laughs> and that was like for the two hours that I played goat simulator. Sure. <laughs> he's in one of the maps in that game just like doing a concert on a rooftop and you just like attach your tongue to him and then flail him around a little bit excellent and then drop him off the side of the building and i'm like cool goat simulator yeah no i don't i don't actually have anything negative to say about him it's just that that's my that's my edgy teenage uh joke about what what techno music like oh was yeah when no, you were I, to watch I it live I, he was We've also he, he was those. he was uh it's an easy target it, I mean, it's, yeah, he, he, he was the, for some reason, Dota had him play at the end of the international one year. So like the, the team just was announced the winner. And then he came out and did like a little mini concert and half the stadium just left. And he literally just ran out of the stadium, like out of the, the arena that he was playing. in. it was such an awkward, it was, it was so awkward because nobody cared anymore. We're here to watch Dota. Like no, nobody was you there know- to see him. So the Game Awards were last night, and I don't want to talk about them very much because I don't care. But I did actually watch I them a little bit on the Extra Credits channel. Okay, yeah, because I I don't know anything other than uh, Mario got impaled by Sephiroth, which was a wonderful. That was absolutely that was fantastic. Rad. That was but such that a cool like way to do that. Literally in the first second of the show. So I didn't see the show, but my my one friend just messaged me, "Hey, Sephiroth and Smash!" Like, oh, cool. So I was like, I'm sure that's online. So yeah. I went and just watched that. Uh, yeah, it, it's a it's trailer. it's a cool trailer. I think the entire show peaked at that moment. <laughs> yeah, um, what it sounds I, I like. Kind of had it on like the background while I was doing some other work. Okay, um, I, I, I was watching it on uh, on the extra credits channel, and they were kind of doing commentary over it. And sure, it's mostly just like you kind of watch it like you watch um, you watch it the way you watch like an E three presentation. Yeah, where it's yeah. like there's some stuff that comes out there, and they get some they get some celebrity people, and they get that's some... the worst part to me. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like that's actually why I wanted to bring it up because it's like you know, stop. video games have stop their it. own ecosystem of <laughs> people. Stop it. We've yeah. got our own content creators. We've got our own musicians. We've got our like we've got our own like we've got our own thing. We've got our set of people that are like within the gaming space that are actually like gaming focused. Why do you feel like you need to legitimize this, this video game awards thing by bringing in like Hollywood actors who don't know what they're saying? I've, I've, so where I'm sitting, I've never understood awards since, since, as a kid, it mattered to me because I was like, "Oh no, my game has to win." Like, yeah, sure. The game that, but yeah. For when for you a very get older, time, you realize it doesn't matter at all. I I just don't care at all what yeah. anyone else has to say about a game. Like if if the game that I like, I really like Animal Crossing. Great. Do I care mm-hmm. if it wins Game of the Year? I don't know if it's even possible. Would it make sense as Game of the Year? No, because it's Animal Crossing. Right. <laughs> like, the idea of Game of the Year to me doesn't even. It doesn't even register. Like, I don't understand. Everyone has their game of the year. Also, I really hate the idea of best at any, in any, but we've talked yeah. about that, I think, before. Yeah, yeah, where it's yeah. like, what's your favorite food? It's like, well, what do you mean my favorite? What type of food is it? Maybe today it's my favorite food, but tomorrow I'm yeah. going to have a different taste because that's the magic of being human. Right. Like, <laughs> like, tomorrow it's very likely that I will not even want that food. 
right <laughs> like and it's so, same, the same thing really is is true about video games or it's oh, like 100 I, I, like, I will i usually default when someone says like what's your favorite game i'm like i like probably chrono trigger you know I go to, it's such I, a safe it's such a safe game i go there too sometimes when people ask me what my favorite game is like, yeah, like, no, so chrono it's trigger. like what's the game that like I've really appreciated for the long for the longest time and I've never really fallen out of love with and it's always never. like it's, it's all, always and, and, at least in the discussion. Yeah, it's, and I'll it, throw it in the discussion with some other things that are more recent that I really really enjoyed like a Persona or like a Zelda or you mm-hmm. know whatever whatever is like a, a really recent thing where I'm like CrossCode was in that discussion for a while. I really really like CrossCode a lot. Oh yeah, I remember you watching that or playing that. Um that game's fantastic. Um but, but like the first, uh, I think Tales of Fantasia, I considered like in that discussion for a while, mm-hmm. but like the one it, things rotate in and out because you have like a recency bias. And I think I just kind of settled on Chrono Trigger because that's the one game that never falls out of the discussion. And it's, and it's like, <laughs> it's impossible to argue that <laughs> like you, n- no one, no one that plays video games or RPGs, you have to like RPGs, obviously, but then, th- yeah, th- sure. then you get into that whole category too, like game of the year, but I hate sports games. And so now sports games can never be the victor, right? Like, I don't right, know. Right, right, right. Uh, so you could say RPG, but then someone's like, well, I I've never played an RPG in my life and they don't want to. And then suddenly it's an odd, then it's just kind of dumb, like whatever. Right. But Chrono Trigger has to be one of the safest games. It's like saying Super Metroid. It's like, yeah, no one can oh, argue yeah, yeah. with that. <laughs> Like it's it's Mario three, right? Right. You know, it's Nobody, Ocarina of Time. No it's, one's it's ever on that be tier like... list of like, oh well, yeah. That Even one. Ocarina of Time, someone might say, oh well, I like Majora's Mask better, right? Sure, that's a no discussion. one. No one's ever going to counterpoint Chrono Trigger or. Or, or Super Metroid. Sure, they might say like Earthbound, but even even then it's different because Chrono Trigger is kind of in this, it's sort of in like this own magical world of its own and people that it like, it, like old it, RPGs. Nobody argues that Chrono Cross is better than Chrono Trigger. Nope. And even I like Chrono Cross a lot. I do like, too. Chrono Cross is I, great, but I don't think it's anyone would near argue as... that it's a better game overall. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> it, it has some great, I do the music. In, so did you ever, did you ever end up fitting Charles Barkley, Shut Up and Jam, uh, Gaiden? Yes, and I watched a very good Let's Play of it. Because I love, I loved that game. But the thing that made me fall in love with it the most is when the saves, uh, the save system made fun of people that love the, the music from Chrono Cross because it hit home. Because I always talked about how it had Chrono Cross mm-hmm. had some of my favorite game music, if not my favorite, because of the like that tropical Celticy kind of. Oh yeah, like, no, no, it's a, it's a masterpiece. Thing. And when the save when the save state in that game started making fun of you or started making fun of people that like that music so much, I was like, "Yeah, this is talking about me." <laughs> yeah, that game had like some weird, edgy meta shit in it. Oh, like, it was fun. <laughs> people don't know about them VidCons. Yeah, the VidCons. <laughs> <laughs> he, they, oh, they, I, I was did sad that the next the games. Sa- did you hear about the sad, out. the whole sad story of like the the Kickstarter sequel? Yeah, I backed it. I mean, I only spent like oh, 15 bucks on it. No, I was I I when I backed it, I said I'm backing this in the hopes that it happens, but I don't think it will ever happen, which is why I did the 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 lowest entry into it, you know, yeah. that you still get the game from. Yeah, yeah. Um because I I so the music that I play when I stream once a month, <laughs> the introduction music to that stream is actually music 
that they sent out to all of the backers. Like, hey, here's some here's a taste of the music that's going to be in the game. And I fell oh. in love with that one song. I was like, wow, this is so good. This game's going to be radical, at least for the from the musical perspective. So I'm sad that that all fell apart. I wish I am somebody too, with but money I, I could think just give them money. Yeah, I, I think it's fair to say that no one's really surprised because it was this weird, it was this like weird independent passion project in the first place. And like that kind of thing doesn't really scale up well. Well, and the first games, like almost the magic behind it is kind of, I think it's, I don't know if it's going to be able to be replicated. It's sort of that kind yes. of, it, it was, it was just the right amount of dumb and silly and funny and actually and like, decent. not <laughs> like a really good game, Mm-mm. but kind of like jank in the right places. Like it's, it's deadly premonition. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, it's deadly premonition. It's 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 deadly premonition, but like more indie and more meta. <laughs> One of my favorite parts of deadly premonition is when they when they brought it over here. I don't know what happened if they just didn't do the values of things properly. Because like you could, I don't remember what it was now, but my my friends and I were playing it, and we you could buy like an actual item for a couple dollars, but then like a cracker from a vending machine was like hundred dollars or something yeah so i was like wait what the yeah. hell <laughs> yeah no the economy in that game makes no sense it's like here's this full heel item for fifteen dollars but here's a here's a sandwich for three thousand dollars yeah. i'll never forget we were we went, or agent honor or whatever we we you had to go to like a town meeting in the beginning of the game and we when we were parking the car we just like ran over this old lady and nobody cared it was and it was just oh god that game what a mess yeah what a beautiful mess yeah but it's it's that right like you overlook its flaws because it's like this is goofy and dumb and i love that yeah the second game looked like it was going to be a really awesome it was actually incredibly ambitious which is probably the the biggest probably the biggest downfall yeah Uh, because the idea of when no one's there to limit like when the person in charge is like we're gonna do this and this and this and it's gonna be super ambitious like, you need a producer in place to limit the scope so that it doesn't just grow forever. Well, and... Because then it becomes Final Fantasy 13 versus. Yeah. Well, and at that time, it was that that Kickstarter where people... Kickstarter was still new, and they weren't really sure how to manage expectations and all this stuff. And, right. I mean, even look at it at Homestuck, what happened to them. So the oh, yeah. Homestuck yeah. guy, he made, like, millions of dollars, but then he actually got, like, bent over from the a developer who took the money and then made a different game with the money. Like it's, it's this insane, insane process that happened because there weren't technically like the right regulations or lawyers or whatever. Like, you know, there there are times in place where, where it's it's, it's kind of a wild west of, of, of circumstances where like people are still kind of navigating how this works. Yeah. And I mean, even still, there's some Kickstarter stuff that comes out and just falls apart. But like, yeah, it's well, I haven't even looked at Kickstarter in a long time. Um, Jesse backs a lot of uh, board games on Kickstarter. I was that's actually what I was going to say is the the only things that I've checked out are board games. And I've always thought, man, I kind of want to buy this. You know, I run into this problem where a board game comes out. I was like, oh, that's neat. And then you look through it like, oh, this is Kickstarter exclusive and I can never get it. I'm like, you know what? I don't even want this game anymore. (laughs) Like I've I, I get sometimes wrapped up in the. Oh, if I, I don't want to miss out on whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. And then since I missed out on it, I don't care. And I'm like, all right, fine. I'm just not buying it then. Um, which the only the only thing I really went heavy on on Kickstarter was Bloodstained. And that was back that in was, 20. That was back in 2016. Yeah. And um, 
I was watching Game Grumps a lot at the time, and they did like a few episodes of Symphony of the Night specifically to talk about the Bloodstained Kickstarter. Okay. And the really ironic thing at the time is at that time, I had not played Castlevania Symphony of the Night. You've never, you you hadn't played it? At that time, I hadn't. I played it shortly after. Wait, so like six years ago? Try seven. Four? Yeah, it was 2016. Well, no, 2015. You didn't play Symphony of the Really? Really. Wow. Have you I played any of the Game Boy PlayStation ones? One. I didn't have a PlayStation 1. I had a PlayStation 2, and it was basically my Final Fantasy machine. Well, sh- sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I can see that. And I honestly that, but... didn't get into Castlevania as a series until, like, probably until, like, I played... My first actual Castlevania game was Portrait of Ruin on the DS. Portrait of Ruin is fun. It's probably the... I think it's not as good as the, the one before it. Uh, it's not. Are, uh, Dawn of Sorrow? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I knew Aria it had to be, D- I knew it had to be DS. Basically the same game. Because <laughs> all the early DS games were, you know, like Resident Evil Deadly Silence. Right. Because uh, they had to have, you know, DNS. But, oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, Dawn of Sorrow, Deadly Silence. So a you bunch can of them call like it that. like Resident Evil DS. Uh-huh, because that's technically oh, that's what it is. Oh, that's dumb. Shut up, Capcom. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, not Com- Not Tom. I said shut up, Capcom. No, I know, but I I, I pointed it out to you. It's it's because it, the only now reason I, I was... can't unsee it. That's what I mean. Yeah, exactly. It was sort of like how it was, It was you know, every game had 64 at the end, so why not? <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. They didn't I, I suppose it's better it. than literally just calling it DS. Like, they put a little bit of effort in true i'm fine with that but yeah but no, deadly I, like, silence whatever <laughs> no i had portrait of ruin and then i played a bunch of the other ones for um for ds like i played um i played dawn of sorrow and order of ecclesia which i feel like doesn't get as much it was cool as it should because that game so the great. the you should play the game boy advance ones also if you I haven't those are fun. did play okay so um they might not have aged well though i don't know aria of sorrow is still good and i played that one because that's like a true that's like yeah, a Ario true, Sorrow like, is, Iga... is wild. That game's super good. Yeah. Because that's like basically, that is essentially Symphony of the Night 2. Yes. With like some, and that's the first one that introduced the like gather abilities from killing enemies. Like the soul shard system. Because. That's right. Cause, like, because uh, Symphony of the Night has sort of a version of that where you get some powers, but it's not like every single enemy has a thing you can equip. It's not it's not the same type of system. Ah, okay. Like there's like there's weapon drops and there's some you get like soul of bat and like mist Mm -hmm. and and all that stuff. But those are from those are specific drops from specific areas. It's not like Aria of Sorrow was the first game where it's like, oh, yeah, get the like kill the axe knight to get the axe throwing ability that you can equip on your on your secondary weapon or whatever mm-hmm. yeah it was fun and to that get the souls. system i feel like is like I, I feel like that system is kind of like the core of what that genre is now so it much is, yeah, so that I like bloodstained true. is based on that yeah how did the so circle of the moon was a little more um it's more it had like a, a mix... classic style right yeah it's, i mean it's still rpg you still level up you still mm. uh you you get spells and things. It's just a little. It's a little clunkier. It's not as smooth. And then the. Yeah. I don't remember what's the what's. It's like dissonance of harmony of dissonance or something like that. Harmony of dissonance is the weird like multiplayer Xbox Live arcade one. 
Oh yeah, no. Oh god, that game was freaking awesome. What was that game was so much fun. Did you play that? No, no, you wouldn't have because you weren't into it. it I was... did actually play that because I got like because basically what happened is I got it. So I watched the the like the little mini series of of Game Grumps playing uh, Symphony of the Night, and I was like, why didn't I ever play this? And then I backed Bloodstained, and then I started going on a binge of playing like all of them. So yeah. like, so now I'm like big into Castlevania, but like I'm super late to the party. I mean, that's fine. I'm, I was just surprised you hadn't played uh, Symphony of the Night. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like everyone always said this was really good, but I never really knew what it was. Part of it was like, oh no, Harmony of Dissonance is the Game Boy Advance one. What the hell is the Xbox one called? It's something Harmony of Despair or something like that. Oh yeah, Despair. Yeah, Xbox. Or no, I'll just search online. It's, I think it's Harmony of something. Because the whole point of it is it's like multiplayer. I never yeah. actually played it multiplayer, so oh, I... it's not it's not fun solo, in my opinion. It's not yeah. as good. Uh, it was the reason I liked it is that I I had some friends that we played with, um, and I had some friends that I played with, so it was it was fun. Yeah, yeah Harmony that... of Despair. Yeah, okay, dude, this game was I get I spent them so much time playing it. It was cool. That was a fun one. Yeah, like oh. I like that it's basically like a it's like if Castlevania had a version of its of like a like Super Smash Brothers crossover situation because it's like a, yeah. it's not a fighting game, but it is like an arena style like multiplayer Castlevania like actual like Dungeon Explorer thing. It was it was it was sweet, but like I never really got like I played it. Well, and, and it was, was kind of mad about like, it because I never really got like the the full experience out of playing it multiplayer. Well, and I don't think you're into gear treadmills too much either, right? Like, oh, was it that kind well, of thing? Well, not not exactly, but you farm for items. Like you get special, mm. you get drops from enemy or from well, I think from enemies, but also definitely from bosses. Yeah, and you can that you know then you equip them and you could equip like two valman ways and then there's valman way plus one or plus or valman way i don't remember what it was called oh yeah no i never damage. i never got even to that point like i basically played through each stage and was like cool that seems a little thin but all right and then i yeah. just moved on with my life yeah no because it was it was about replaying the same level like you know a hundred times with your yeah, friends yeah i would not have done that so it's not it's not a it's a, i would never have suggested it as a dean game <laughs> yeah yeah no i i i played it once because i was like hey cool you can play as all the characters mm -hmm. but that was like basically the draw yeah yeah that makes sense yeah you just kind of wanted to give it a go but yeah because it's 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 a hundred percent about farming a yeah. level a bunch of times in a row until you get the drop you want that makes sense which <laughs> you know sure yeah, I loved it. Apparently, a lot of people didn't care since they've never made another one. I, well, yeah. I mean, that's just I how mean, it goes. I mean, is that because people didn't care, or is that because Konami doesn't like video games? Oh, that's true. They do hate their fan base immensely. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, they don't. So, yeah. They, they don't care. <laughs> they make too much money with their pachinko... They, they make too much money with their licensed pachinko machines that have Cas or uh, uh, Konami licensing on them. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> like once they once they showed the like the Metal Gear Solid three like pachinko machine with like the the upresed like modern rendering of the scene with the boss, and then they pull out and it's like and it's a pachinko <laughs> machine. It's just like. <laughs> 
Oh, you just ripped the heart <laughs> yeah, exactly. out, didn't you? <laughs> oh, that that hurts. Like that that was framed for maximum cruelty. <laughs> and I mean, and, like, um, ever yeah. since then, they put out like a couple of like really tiny budget things. They made a new Contra game. It's fucking terrible. What what they did? I didn't even know that. Yep. Yeah, Contra. I don't know. It's called like Contra Force or something like that. Or that might be an old game. I don't know. It's a new Contra game. Um Hey, you know what makes a good Contra game? Hmm. A Contra game where you have limited ammo. Oh. Wait, what? It's not really limited ammo, but your weapons have cooldowns. Contra Rogue Core. Yeah, that's it. Contra Force is actually a Contra game, but I think it's an older one. World Corpse. <laughs> yeah, it's I I watched a little bit of it. It's uh, in addition to looking like garbage, um, <laughs> like just visually, like the visuals of it are like it's not. Wait, they emulated Neo Contra for the for the view. What a top down isometric view similar to Neo Contra. I mean, yeah, that's it's kind of that. It's that sort of thing. Why? It's. Because they, I don't know, man. Like, it's the whole point of Contra is to hold down the fire button for the entire game and put things in the way of the thing of the bullets that come out. Right? Holy shit, this game is hideous. Yeah. That's what, like, I'm not normally one to call out, like, the game looks bad, but the game looks bad. Well, for a 2019 game, for, yeah. From a, from a, like, a series that everybody knows from a company that has. Well, there there are countless, countless, countless examples of how to do like retro inspired graphics on a budget like retro, like retro inspired, but upscaled that like, you know, that aren't too that they're not too high res, but they still look good. It's a good art style like Bloodstain doesn't look great. Bloodstain's got some jank in its visual appearance. Yeah, it's actually but, weird. Yeah, it's it's funny how Symphony of the Night almost looks better than Bloodstain, mm -hmm. <laughs> just because of the the way they did the sprites and the other. Well, they like the other a lot of the sprites. development, um, a lot of the development for uh, for Bloodstained was done by Artplay, which is largely a mobile developer, and it shows. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. a lot of that stuff looks like a looks like mobile game sprites, and or models or whatever, and. But yeah, it still looks models. fine. It looks better than it looks better than this Contra game. But like the most unforgivable thing about that Contra game is that your weapons have cooldowns where you yeah. have to stop shooting the gun. Yeah, in they have, they have a heat, Contra game. They have heat meters. Yeah. And they go up really fast. It's not like it's not like it's not like you have to, you know ease off every 30 seconds or so it's like it goes up in like five to ten seconds and then you have to wait and not shoot and like the here's the thing if you have designed your contra game to have to not shoot you've misunderstood what contra is it's a <laughs> bad a serious, contra game there's a problem now holy heck yeah, so this, anyway, this... Konami's terrible. Yeah, Konami. But I love Konami, Castlevania. You suck. But I didn't love Castlevania until like five years ago. That's fine. 
At least you got it's, to play. A lot uh, of it was like growing up. I didn't have a whole lot of Castlevania or anything like that because like. Oh I, no! My first Castlevania game that I actually played was Symphony of the Night. I didn't. I I I had played it once or twice at a friend's house on the NES, or maybe it was Castlevania Four. Yeah, but Super even Nintendo. still, that was like ninety four, ninety five. That's still like fairly early. Yeah, but I didn't play them for more than a few minutes because, like, I don't like these games. They're they they weren't my style of games. They were a little yeah. too. Maybe they were too hard, or is like too much about being precise. Whereas you know, I liked Mario because it was just kind of about the the joy of going fast and running, and maybe sure. some precise jumps and stuff like that. If but I played Symphony of the Night at the time, I would have eaten it up. But like, it was mm-hmm. one of those things where like my family was like they weren't like super crazy about it, but some of that whole satanic panic. Stuff, oh yeah, you talked about that with uh um uh ghosts and goblins yeah 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 hey, some of that took of that. hold and they're like my mom particularly was very cautious about getting any sort of like any about bringing in anything that was like too fantasy oriented or like anything that was too dark or zombies and vampires and stuff like that she generally tried to shy away from that stuff and i sure. being a good kid growing up was like sure that stuff's stupid <laughs> like i don't care about that and i mean, didn't come back around to it for a long time afterwards what's 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 fun about this is that it it, it goes to show you that a good game like a well-made game the age of it doesn't matter as much yeah. like you're, you're you can play symphony of the night today right now and you will not feel like you're playing a ps1 game because of the art direction that they took oh it's, yeah it's a i think that's kind of a a problem Sim- with some Symphony of the... of the night is is absolutely one of the most like a well-executed art style trumps graphics same with actually that's where there you go with chrono trigger too mm-hmm. like chrono trigger since they use this the highly detailed sprites the game looks really good today still whereas like you could play earthbound and be like oh that looks old right like it's still yeah. a good game or even final fantasy 6 or whatever um because the 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 sprites and things don't they don't they don't they didn't age as well as chrono triggers sprites right it's it's, right, it's, right. it's interesting when you look at realism games too it's it's hilarious to play a realistic game from the ps2 or the ps3 era because you're like <laughs> this is what realism is and so the oh, games yeah. Yeah. can be harder to play like i don't think they'll have the same sort of nostalgia sure they'll still be there but for somebody playing it new it's gonna be really hard to jump into like i don't know grand theft auto 3 like sure. no one's going to ever yeah. play that again unless they just want to somehow experience the past, right? Yeah, they just want to. I mean, honestly, we we have a circumstance here where it might be appropriate. True, that's that's a good point. Uh, as, a, as a look back, but I've also not really played. I played. I did play Grand Theft Auto Four a good bit, and I played <laughs> five for like maybe five hours, and other than that, have not really. Like, I basically finished the story in Grand Theft Auto 4, and I started 5. I started and 5 I and just stopped care. playing, actually. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, I liked... Th- so 3 was the one that sort of blew my mind as a kid, because I just drove around for 12 hours, like, doing... And I didn't even know how to save the game, because I actually didn't even finish the first quest. Like, I, <laughs> I was it's just so blown away at this open world that you could have. Maybe it wasn't 12 hours, but it was definitely a 5 or 6. Sure. Um... And no, it was, it was more than that because I remember I had to go to bed and I, I had started early because it was on my birthday. And so it was a long time, but I was like, I don't even know how to save. I actually looked it up on game FAQs 
because I did I didn't even realize I hadn't finished the first quest of the game yet. <laughs> it was it was sort of like the GoldenEye experience where my, we played for like seven hours. And I'm like, holy crap, you can switch game modes and guns and stuff like that. You know, we just kept playing over and over again because we didn't even understand. We yeah, didn't even totally. realize those options were available. Um, then I, I played, I liked Vice City a lot. That was the one that really... I feel um, like Vice City was kind of like a big, like... Grand Theft Auto 3 is the game that sort of established what Grand Theft Auto would become. Yeah. It's, and it's, I feel like Vice City is the one that like pulled everyone in, pulled everyone in with like, oh, production value. It was, and yeah, like, they did a, the music was good though. Like it was the, fun. Yeah. I, I enjoyed having the music that is music. good. There's like story and characters that people care about. Like yeah, I feel like that really was the one Oda. that really sort of brought the series into its own. It did, I it did. haven't played it. I've only seen like glitched out speedruns of it, but I mean, I don't think it's worth playing now. I think that was one for the times and yeah. that's that's pretty much it. So, yeah. And then I didn't I played San Andreas, but I kind of did the same thing with San Andreas as I did with five, which was I played it for, I don't know, 10, 15 hours. And then was like, yeah, I'm, I don't know. I'm done. I just didn't care. I actually did play through four. I think it was just because I had a cool physics engine. So it was fun to like drive the cars into stuff. I um, mean, four for me was kind of like. I obviously had known about the series, but that was your time, oh, that's your intro. Yeah, it was my intro, and it was it was one of those things where like it was there, mm -hmm. like at that game came out at a time when I was spending a lot of time with Jesse at her apartment with her roommates. Ah, and one okay. of her roommates had the 360 and GTA Four, and I was like, okay, I'll try. Yeah, because it's there. And I ended up playing it long. I ended up playing enough of it to actually finish it, but like wasn't really compelled to like play more or to play another game in the series. Actually, like the only reason I played GTA five, I don't own it, but um, Leong did what he does with uh, with like the big budget, like cinematic releases, <laughs> yeah. which is to buy it and play through it in like three days. Yeah. And then he he basically like dropped it off with me. He was like, "You got to play this," and I was like, "All right, I'll I'll, I'll I'll do it. Like I'll I'll pop it in." And I played it for you know my customary five to ten hours. It was like I have other things I'd rather do. Yeah, I I, I played it about the same amount. I think I played it for ten hours, maybe 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 a bit more than that. And then I I actually mailed it to to one of my friends. Like, yeah, here you go. You can have it. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, I I gave it back. I was like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna finish this. You can, I don't care. I I realized I don't care about. I I actually the story would be interesting, but the actual getting from A to B wasn't as interesting to me anymore. And yeah, some of the those worlds are too big. Yeah, I think I'm just older... gonna say it. And like yeah, those games they're... and Red Dead Redemption and I, probably I've never been Cyberpunk. Into Red Dead. Cyberpunk, like, I'm not sure. I watched a little bit of it, and I'm I'm. I'm glad it, I cyberpunk waited. looks fine. I, I don't want it. I, I want to be very careful about not shitting on cyberpunk because I'm probably not going to play it. And I don't want to suggest that it's going to be anything other than just probably not my personal cup of tea. That's but all that I doesn't was make say. it. That doesn't make it bad. I am sure it is going to be phenomenal for the people who want it. Yeah, it's it seems like it's what they said it was going to be all yeah. along. Mm -hmm. uh, and it, I, I have no. I don't have anything negative to say about the game. It just while watching it, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm happy I waited because I, I wasn't I wasn't yeah. really big into the Witcher games and stuff, too. And I was just kind of I kind of was getting into the hype of the game because I do love science fiction stories a lot, sure. uh, like movies and 
books and all that kind of stuff. So, um, and it does seem like it's a, it's a well-realized world, which yeah, is, yeah. which is always a big plus. I mean, it's necessary for those types of games for the world to be sort of its own character. Yep. No, the, the reason I was excited, I, the main reason I was excited I waited is because I only could play it on the PS4 and apparently the PS4 version's kind of a, a mess. I've heard moment. kind of every version of it is a huge mess right now. Oh, okay, okay. I like, was only they, they're to different that. problems, but every every version has different levels of buggy problems. Oh, okay. But I mean, I you know, if you're happy to wait for it, then you will probably get version you know one point three, where a lot of that stuff is worked out. So I'm sure. It'll be I will fine. say, did you, did you see the bug <laughs> where genitalia stays outside of the clothing? I did see that. <laughs> I did. There, someone posted about that in the Discord, and I was like, "That's a feature." That's, that's what that's I. was like, "Oh, maybe we should buy the game then." <laughs> that's yeah, because like people have been talking about like all the cool cyber dick stuff they're gonna do with the game, like for like two years. Yeah, and like you can't tell me <laughs> that that wasn't intended. <laughs> I think it was funny too that like half of the breasts were hanging out too, like through t-shirts. Oh, I didn't and stuff. see that. Yeah, it was it wasn't limited to just uh, to just the male genitalia. I mean, like you know, clipping is hard to prevent. That's why it's in like everything. <laughs> oh, that's that, so, that, like, that killed me. I was like, that's pretty funny. When you're making your character models have nudity, clipping is gonna be a thing. <laughs> yeah. Skin's going to clip through the clothes the same way that hair clips through clothes and like clothes well, clip through clothes. It's it's a f- nipples have been around in games for a long time, but actually modeling penises like that That's the character one. is is in charge of <laughs> is is a new problem for gaming, I suppose. <laughs> oh, man. Do you think that's a good segue to take a word from our sponsors and come back and talk about Nights into Dreams? <laughs> I don't, it's as good as any sure let's take it <laughs> we're gonna talk for about six minutes but you know what there's nowhere i'd rather be but here with you you know what that okay <laughs> that song is so indicative of that era of sega yeah i don't know what that I, you know that's not fair the song's fine the game just sucks <laughs> No, I didn't say the song was bad. <laughs> no, I said I know, it's but... dated. Yeah. It, re- it makes me think of Sonic Adventure. True, true. You know, like, you have those, like, there's a couple of, like, uh, a couple of, like, vocal themes from Sonic Adventure, and they're all kind of that, like, mid-aughts corniness. <laughs> yeah. Not really mid-aughts. I guess it would be, like, late 90s, early it's aughts. Late, but... Yeah. Aughts. But still, like, there was a, I, that's what we're calling them, man. That's the thing. It's not the, I mean, you can call them the 2000s, but aughts is easier. That's true. I just, Um, I just, I, I, you said it before. And the first time you said it, I was like, what the hell is he talking about? And I was like, oh, duh. (laughs) Yeah. The zeros. (laughs) Like, like four months ago, whatever, one of our first podcasts, you mentioned the the term. And I was like, early aughts. And it took me a minute. And then I was like, ah, that's what they're saying. That's the thing. That's what they're saying now. Yeah. I heard it a couple of times and I was like, well, that's literally that's literally the best thing that like I can't think of a better uh, a better way to refer to that decade. So well, what's, sure. the, what's the two? What's this decade now that we're wrapping it up? What's like ten to twenty going to be? Oh, I mean, those are the teens. 
even though like even though like three of those years aren't called teens but like yeah but they won't say like the teen like i mean i don't don't know you call them the tens i guess (laughs) i wonder what they'll call them right because it's kind of what happens when you get to 2090 are you going to call them the 90s again well, we'll be dead by then. I know that, but I mean, uh, <laughs> well, maybe we won't. You know what? We, I don't know we that. We could actually survive that long, but we would I don't be know. like, I'll be a hundred. We'd be like real lucky. <laughs> yeah, I'll, to be, survive I'll be a that little, long. little or, over, you know, like 104. <laughs> or, you know, you know, cybernetic enhancements. Exactly. Like, I mean, Leticia's grandma's actually like a hundred years old. <laughs> like, I mean, I, I think at that wild. point, I think you have no choice but to call like, like when we when we talk about the 90s we're not talking about the 1890s yeah i know i know the most recent decade that has that distinction to to be fair in like the early 1800s you weren't referring to the previous years the previous decades of things quite the way we do now with the the like i mean i know everyone always there wasn't as much of a there wasn't as much uh of an ability to place your thoughts about the past and write about them right like True, people would talk yeah. about it and wax poetic about oh nothing was ever as good as well and also the like the 90s. life expectancy was like 40 so sure, yeah i mean i you don't you didn't live through as many decades yeah yeah and and so i, I think that now we're we're in the the last 100 years has been more um actually more like the last maybe 80 years right is is more about the is keeping records and writing about things in terms of how <laughs> either either talking about how they were better in the past or how we're just going more and more downhill um so it's really important for people to be able to talk about the the past decade as see look how much better it was in the 90s i was i was watching one of the mm-hmm. the a night's playthrough and somebody was like yeah this is this was my my magical childhood the 90s were the the most magical time and i fear it was the last of its kind it's like dude come on like what the hell is what's wrong with you like <laughs> everyone has nostalgia for the time period that they came from yeah basically everyone likes being a kid for them i mean yeah, some some that's people's basically childhoods what it comes were, down to we're not good i'm certain but for for the most part most people are like oh man X time frame is the best, and it has absolutely no bearing on when or why or how. It's purely because you were 12 and your biggest responsibility looking back on it was homework, which, of course, at the time seemed like a much bigger responsibility than it does now, but that's the yeah. whole point of perspective. Right. Yeah. Um, which I suppose, <laughs> I gotta say, we, we usually use the crutch of, this is the game that you own five games, and so obviously it's a mm-hmm. fine game that you own. Yep. I think Nights into Dreams doesn't even get that grace from me. <laughs> I listen. This game so... sucks ass. I mean, straight up, I would rather it's not fair cuz James Pond is a longer game, but I would rather play James Pond if it was a 45-minute game than Nights into Dreams. Okay. <laughs> so, this is where I put Nights into Dreams. I will okay. give it this. I remember and like so I played this a few years ago and basically played Christmas Nights as a refresher to be like, oh yeah, okay, I remember this. Yeah. Um, it, it, it is clearly a, like, a time trial-ish, like, score attack, play this over and over for high score. Sure. Type of game. If you, if you can figure out, if you have any idea what's going on, the, it's, the game is so ugly, too. Like, I know, it just didn't, it's, it's not weirdly even that it didn't. gaudy. 
it's not even that it didn't age well. It's like a kaleidoscope was, I don't know, like threw up all over the screen. I, I have no idea what's happening half the time, other than you're kind of holding right and your character sometimes bounces off of walls and you fly through rings for some reason. I, yeah, I have... you fly through rings and you collect orbs and then you, you collect enough orbs, you basically unlock the ending and yep. then you keep going through the same stage, but you're on like a different 2D plane. You're like a different plane of the... Th yeah, yeah, exactly. And then you get and you go through like basically a different version of what is it is ultimately like almost a racing game. It's sort of a racing game, yeah. Except you're not racing anybody other than your own sanity. <laughs> well, I, I, <laughs> I feel okay. So I there's a lot of people that really feel something for Nights into Dreams. Like there's a lot of people who really care about this game, who want it to make a comeback. And we say every single week, like, oh yeah, there's a lot of fans of this game. Well, there's a lot of fans of every game. It sure. may just be that. But I'm I, willing I think... to at least give it the benefit of the doubt of maybe we missed something. Maybe there's something about it that makes this game special that we're just not seeing. I I do think Yeah, I think that... we missed it because we we didn't get suckered into buying a console. And uh, then you have then you have memories about it, and that's it. I can't. This, this, there's it's like, there's no reason to play this game. Oh, this was on Saturn originally. I think that's what I mean. So you're you're like, so like I, I bought a Saturn, and I have this is their flagship flagship game. <laughs> <laughs> well done, well done. I'm sorry. I it's I know I'm being overly harsh on the game. I just no. I, it, I was, you know what? You it's the first played time the middle that... so often that I'm actually really glad to see you like just come out like just come out with the flamethrower lit. Like yeah, no. I I I played this game and I'll be completely honest with you. Uh, I played the first. I got to the first boss and I was like, what in the hell is even going on? And, you're, and I, I played as um, God, what's his name? Elliot. Elliot? Elliot Stabler. From Elliot and, and and Claris, I think. Claris, yeah. And so I got to the first boss, and you're supposed to, like, dive into the boss and throw her into a wall or something, but you're sort of just flying around, and you bump into her, and sometimes you damage her, you hurt yourself. I don't have any idea. Um, There's a I boost that. button, and I think you have to use the, the boost button specifically to, like... Yeah, and then you, well, then you, like, grab her, right and you start spot. flying around her in a circle, and then you have to kick her into a certain direction, or kick it, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um... And I, I finished that. I got to the next level. I played a bit more and I was like, I, I'm, I'm not finishing this game. <laughs> I, I, I opened it up just like literally earlier today for my refresher course to be like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah I remember. I remember nights. <laughs> Did you and, play it um, with the updated graphics or the original graph? Oh no, you played the, I don't think there's a choice with the Christmas stage. Yeah. I, I think I, I think it's original graphics. Yeah. Um, it doesn't really matter. They're both gaudy. Oh no no no! It matters a lot. the 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 new one is is pretty smooth. Like you can sort of actually no, it doesn't matter. I take it back. They're both they're, hideous. In their I'm own not right. saying they're the same. <laughs> no, I get what you're I'm saying. I'm saying yeah. they're both flawed differently. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, it's sorry. Where <laughs> where were we with? I don't know. Just pick anything that you want to say about the game. It doesn't matter because that's how the game plays. <laughs> It, I think it's just like there is a logic to it. And I will admit that um, I I played the full thing through and I, I opened it up and it's like four four point three hours on record. I was like, that sounds about right. Because I remember beating it in one stream mm -hmm. and I was like, OK, we did that. I remember being disappointed because people spoke very highly of it. And I was like, oh, this is all this game is. Yeah. it's like, And I think well, that's the biggest issue with it is 
like the whole flying around and it's actually it, Superman 64 with more color. Yeah. It's it's I mean it's way flying, faster. It's, flying through rings, collecting orbs, just kind of, like there's a I remember getting to a point with it where like if you really know exactly if you have the the track so to speak sort of like memorized, you know where yeah. all this stuff is, you can really optimize your movement. So that's you, that's where some the of game the, like, could quick be turn fun. and boosts and stuff like that to get like a really good score. Yes, I I will I will I will admit at first I was like this is kind of this is kind of neat. I can see where this will be fun. You're you're getting points. It's kind of like playing, you know, geometry dash or something where you're yeah. kind of going through a stage and it's it's there there's sort of an enjoyment to perfecting the way you go through the stage, but then I was like, "Oh, but none of it actually really matters and it's not like it is I pure score attack." Yeah, and it it's not and like the stages are really well designed. And this, yeah, and the either. score attack doesn't really matter because you can still yeah. just clear the stage with whatever. You can clear some of the stages on foot. Yeah, you, yeah. You just run around as the 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 Yeah, you run So out. the story, the point of nights is to help someone with their audition. It's right? to make dreams come true, man. <laughs> oh That's, yeah, I forgot. I mean <laughs> I mean, really, though. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 the, the, the Christmas story one. I, the, I don't know, the Christmas boy the Christmas that Christmas. Like, so I, I remember, and I watched the Christmas story thing. The, the, like the opening. First mm-hmm. of all, that narration, woof. <laughs> like it's very like you clearly got someone with like the proper British accent to to read your Christmas story. It's got a very, you know. It's they a very like were. children's storybook style narration, but like mm-hmm. not a good one. A very no. boring, like put kids to <laughs> sleep type of one. Yes. And then like, and the story is like, they keep, they keep like dodging around this, like something is missing. <laughs> Everyone's walking around and they're in such a hurry, but something feels off. Something is missing. Why What's is everyone wrong? in such a hurry? And What's I'm like, oh, on? is this going to be about like, how people don't show enough like compassion and love around the holidays because they're worried about the materialism of the, of the season. And they don't, and they forget about like the true meaning of Christmas and like togetherness and, Oh no, the star's missing. The star. Yeah. The star isn't on the tree. That's the problem. Literally something, literally something tangible was missing. (laughs) Yeah. Literally like you didn't materialism enough. (laughs) That's the problem. I like how the lore takes place after the first nights into dreams, and apparently, Elliot and Claris just share a sing- a dream again, but they don't talk about it. Yeah, no, fuck it. I mean, like this is the second time this has happened to them. Would you want to talk about it? I would. Or would you want were... to forget about it? Okay, as a dream, this this game is interesting. As a game, it's not. Like, yeah, fair. It's sort That's of like fair. that LSD you know what? game. Fair. You know, like, if I like, okay, no, okay. this is a great dream. Actually, motion sickness aside, <laughs> Nights into Dreams VR. Okay, that would be fun. I would be down for that. Like you'd At have least to, to try it you'd once. have to do some smoothing, but like, oh god, no, no, no. I, I would like you could you could change <laughs> you you could change a decent amount of it because the actual so the colors and things it's it's a it's a I don't know what to call it, but it would be a trip in VR. Yeah. So, like, being in first person and actually going through and, like, 
flying around and doing the rings and everything. Sure. I assume you found the mechanic where like if you complete a loop, you like sort of magnetically gather everything in that loop. Yes. Yep. Because that's kind. I feel like that's kind of what the main game is sort of built around. Like it's not like you can't just fly directly into like the orbs and stuff. Sure, I think you're yeah, you're supposed but to be you're doing really supposed to do like you're really supposed to be doing loop the loops around those things. Yeah, that's no, hundred like percent optimal movement. Because because I mean they they call them like they want you to do the acrobatics because that's what right. that's what the instruction manual calls it. Right. So like that's kind of the whole point. But it's just I think that what it comes down to is like they have a decent idea for you. This is <laughs> this is a sonic the hedgehog minigame yeah that you do for a chaos emerald yeah that's what this is the entire that game is, is that. literally been that's been spun off into its own game and not expanded upon at all <laughs> actually maybe even less because you don't get the chaos emerald payoff right right and like i don't know if it's like you know i never really got a particularly good score maybe nope, i got like I'm... i think i got a c one time yeah, or that's about that's about as good as I ever did. I think I might have gotten a B on one. I was about to say I like, might I might have gotten a B once I realized the once I got the flipping mechanic thing. Yeah, like on stage two or something. And I was like, oh, that was cool. That's when I was like, oh, I'm gonna try and actually do this. And I was like, oh, I hate this game. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just like I think it's mechanically solid, but it's just it doesn't go. It doesn't do anything. There's no direction anywhere. to the stage either. It's like someone who has never so. So we talked about Mario 64 and how that was the very first game ever to do mm -hmm. a 3D platforming experience. And they freaking blew it out of the park, right? Yeah. Like it's it was unbelievable what they did. This mm -hmm. this game, Knights, there's there's I I it's the same year as Mario 64. And this did is it a come team, out in 96? I think so, didn't it? I, I didn't actually look. I don't know. Uh, I could be wrong. I want to say that's what I, my memory is. If it's a Saturn game, that does track. Um, for and some the, reason, I I always wanted to think that Nights into Dreams was a Dreamcast game. Yeah, but wasn't like, it, and I think they may have Dreamcast? ported it to that, or maybe possibly even made a sequel. No, but way. I don't think there's a sequel. There is a re-release on Wii. I remember that. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. I don't know. Oh, so check this. Oh, so the development began after Sonic and Knuckles in '94, and the original concept apparently came out in Sonic Two. So I'm going to guess this was actually. <laughs> a chaos emerald thought like hey let's make this a mini game <laughs> mm -hmm. i think there is a mini game it might be even sonic mania uh, there is it okay. but there is a sonic game where there's like a knight's mini game in it they said that the team conducted research on dreaming and rem sleep why <laughs> so that they could say that they did research on like it's, it's literally just yeah <laughs> I, I when when what month did Mario sixty four come out? Oh, I don't know. Probably, I, I assume around the. Uh... So it came out in Japan in June twenty third, nineteen ninety six. Nights into Dream came out July fifth, nineteen ninety six. So you could be playing Mario sixty four or Nights into Dreams. I think. <laughs> oh no! A sequel, Nights Journey of Dreams, was released on the Wii. Yeah. I didn't know it was a sequel, though. I thought it was just the I, same I thought part. it was a re-release, but sure. Well, I, I remember no sequel, one liking it. <laughs> yeah, probably because they didn't like the original and they just didn't realize it. And it was easy to hate on this version. <laughs> I, I mean... Can't... 
I, I wonder how different it is. Let's look up a video and see how different is from people that have no cares of the original. Night's Journey, Night's Journey of Dreams. This is the Wii gameplay. All right, here's an hour-long video. I'm looking through, like... So I think this one, it looks like you can actually... No, you don't... I think this is the same game. It's not the same game, but I think it's more or less the same game, but with a better camera angle, so you can actually kind of see what's coming next. Yeah. So if you don't like this game, I don't think you like Knights. That is a... Yeah. I, I like... I, I was. That's what I was going to say. I feel like it's just like, hey, let's just make the game again. It's yeah. just more of the same game, which is honestly how a lot of like later reboots or sequels are handled. It's like, oh, people just wanted to play more of this game, so let's just make more of this game. It, it, yeah, and honestly, like I game... don't have any problem with that if the game is solid in its original form, but like... No, this is nights into dreams. Yeah, this I mean, the problem with the Wii version is maybe that the graphics you can you can kind of see what's on the screen. And in the, in the Saturn one, it's it's actually just like a kaleidoscope of stuff happening. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, so I, I'm pretty sure that that's that's my hot take on the sequel to <laughs> to the to the sequel to Knights is that if, if you don't like the sequel, you probably don't actually like Knights. I mean, I think that's probably fair, and it's it's probably one of those things where it was like, it's it's the harsh realization that like maybe this game was maybe this game's flaws were easier to overlook at the time. Yeah, exactly. Well, again, if it's if it's nostalgia, nostalgia is, is ridiculous when it comes to your 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 ability to compartmentalize your thoughts if you don't realize that that's what it is, right? Yeah. It can it can make anything seem amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and you mentioned it earlier, like, we talk about it every week, like, if this is one of the games you had, and let's be real, this was a Sega Saturn game, so, it like, if you had a Sega Saturn, <laughs> this is probably one of the top five games on the Sega Saturn, but that doesn't mean much. No. God, do you remember the, Se the Sega Saturn commercials? That's true 90s hype right there. I actually don't. Are you serious? I Hold really on. don't. Hold on, let like, me find it. You, you don't remember, like, the disembodied floaty head yelling at you? I don't think so. Oh, dude. I don't remember, like, there is, like, one 90s video game commercial that I remember very that's Yoshi vividly. exploding? Yes. That or, is excuse the, me, the that large is the man Yoshi's, exploding. The bizarre Yoshi's Island, like, eat till you explode commercials that were like, who is this for? I, I almost think we should take just a quick little break. You watch this video, and then we come back and talk about it for a minute, because this is, I, I'll never forget this video. Um... That's just a commercial. How long? Yeah, I've never it's, seen it's, this. It's a minute and a half. It's really Why short. is it a minute and a half? It's you have to watch this video. All right, like we don't need a we don't need a break. I'm going to just live react to it now. All right, hold on, hold on. Let's do it. Let's let's press play. Let's both go to zero. We'll we'll plus play it. Eh, eh. We'll play at the same time. Sound good? All right, count me down. All right. Uh 3 2 1 go. Go. All right. Yeah, We're going to have to put saga. this in the description so that people can actually Oh, absolutely. Like, the whole world should see this video. Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the 21st I, century. I'm five seconds in and I disagree with you. <laughs> this is... Yeah, I'm... Dude. Is that Paul Rudd? Is it? I don't... No, seriously, is that Paul Rudd? I don't know. I'm going to look it up. No, no, it's not. It's not. It's, I mean, 
He was in a Super Nintendo I don't think it is, but... I think he was too old in that. He in the, he was too old to for for. It's how you play the game. I mean, that's just an objective fact. Like, <laughs> yeah. you need the Sega Saturn to play Sega Saturn games. That's how you do it. It's like it's accurate. The, the games even look ugly for like like. <laughs> no, come on. They looked good for the mid nineties. They look okay. Yeah. All you had to do. To look good in the 90s is have a 3D game. Dude, their slogan was spleen-busting games. What the f- Hey, that was Bug. Is- I remember that game. What does that mean? <laughs> I I don't Why know. You- it's edgy. What does spleen-busting? <laughs> People talked about a, a lot about spleens. It was one of those things that was funny to talk about, like, you breaking, because no one knew what it did. Because no one... Yeah. Um... I like this is so, this like to me. someone like someone in a cartoon was like, oh, my spleen. And everyone was like, that's funny. And then it just became like a meme. <laughs> that was the memes. things. Yeah, you're right. The the I just I love the Saturn that commercial because I think it encapsulates all advertising of of like the mid 90s where it's just like super in your face. Lots of things that make no sense happening. Like they, they change font direction, all kinds of stuff. Oh, yeah. Just, all over the place. The the best thing to come out of the Saturn though is is without a doubt uh Sega de Sanchiro cuz Sega de Sanchiro is actually awesome. I um, don't know what that is. Really? Oh my god. Dude, I'm okay. I I I'm going to give you a homework after this. You're going to have to watch the Sega de Sanchiro commercials. So basically it was a mascot for the for the Saturn and his okay. whole shtick was that it was like a dude in a um like a karate what are they called? Geese outfit. Yeah. Uh um, yeah, and he, he, he walked around and like, so kids were outside playing baseball and he, he stood there and he would have his arms crossed and all the kids like, Oh no, Sega de Sancho. And he kicked the crap out of all of them. Cause they weren't playing Sega Saturn or like oh. another one is they're, they're at a high school dance and he goes in there and they're like Sega de Sancho and he beats up everybody at the dance. Cause they're not playing Sega Saturn. All right. Um, but there's like a whole arc where he, he finds a girl and, uh, then, then at the end of the Saturn's life cycle, they have like the the evil other companies are sending a missile to blow up the 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 building and some stuff happens but th- so your 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 homework is going to be watching these commercials is this like one of those like minutes. series of commercials that actually becomes like a short film yes well you could watch it that way it's also commercials for games like to be fair some of the games do look pretty fun i'm i'm being overly harsh on the saturn yeah sure. i was the saturn is is a fine console in and of itself i just didn't care for sega had sega put out a lot of consoles that would have been good had they not utterly mismanaged the hell out of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, like this, that's, dude, that's Sega Tessantro got his own game and he was in like, oh. um, he was in, he was in something else too. shoot. What was it? He was like a can't, he had a cameo in something. I don't remember, but yeah, he, he had his own, he had a, like his own video game and stuff because people love the advertisement so much. Yeah, I don't um, like. I was not really like plugged into video game advertisement oh, until it was only like, in, it was only in Japan. So it's not something that we ever had in America. Oh, it was. I mean, was, even still, I I was not like I was not super plugged into video game advertisements or mm-hmm. like even the the industry in general. Like I've always liked video games, but I wasn't really plugged into like the industry and the ads and the commercials and stuff like that until probably around two thousand. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, I, th- I it think was, some it was around stuck. the time that I started getting into Final Fantasy and I realized 
that there was a bunch of stuff that I was missing out on by being a strict Nintendo fanboy. Sure. Yeah. Um, and it like, it was around the time I played final fantasy six or three as I knew it at the time. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then I was like, Oh man, this game's awesome. <laughs> and I was like, Oh great. The next three games are on the console. I don't have. <laughs> and so I went for like, you know, I went for years and years after that being like, i you know, I like my N64. Ocarina of Time's great. Mario 64 is awesome. I really like Wave Race. Ooh, Wave Race is so fun. Yeah, Wave Race is fun. Um, that might but be like, you know, about. I really would like to play Final Fantasy VIII. Like, like that game was the one where I'd like see a picture. I'd see a picture or a, or a video or or AMVs at the time <laughs> that you get from. God knows where from LimeWire or something. <laughs> oh, no, I used Kaza. No, you probably, yeah, Ka- I was going to say Kaza. Uh, th- you could download some just from their, like somebody, some some kind soul hosted websites for you to yep. download video files off of that could have actually just been horrible viruses. Oh, yeah, and in many cases were, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I no don't doubt. know how I made it through that era without ever getting like a virus on my computer. Like that's that's by the grace of by the grace of whoever you believe in <laughs> yep <laughs> or not i suppose <laughs> yeah yeah it's, um, yeah it's it, wild times yeah but yeah it's yeah. just like e-bombs world that w- yeah there was a lot of that <laughs> i either like that was the time frame where like uh my my touchstone point with final fantasy 8 which was the one that i was like that was the latest and greatest at the time when i was like really when I was really in, when I really mm-hmm. wanted to be playing these games, I was like, that yeah. was the that was the latest one that actually had some TV advertisements. Okay. Which is why I played that before seven, which is why I have a weird relationship with, with eight and seven. Yeah, that makes sense. I th- um, the order that you play a game, like that's kind of is sort of important, right? That's kind of the nostalgia or those feelings mm-hmm. of, so well, yeah, because I can play Chrono Cross and the music from the game can just instantly bring up memories from like where I was when I was playing it the first time. Well, actually, right. I, I, I have two really, I played through it twice, basically in high school, once at like the beginning and at the end kind of of high school. And mm-hmm. I have, I it's, it's such a weird thing to be sucked into it just because of the timing of it. And, and I think that's important when you think of, especially seven and eight, like the Final Fantasy seven and yeah. eight, I, I would imagine so a lot different of people's, from each other. yeah, exactly. And so I would imagine a lot of people's feelings about those games depends on the order that you played them in yeah so i have a lot of the i have a lot of feelings associated with final fantasy 8 that most people i feel associate with 7 yeah exactly because 7 was everyone's like first foray into big budget 3d rp jrpg yeah i didn't i wasn't even into rpgs until 7 it was once i after i my mom rented me 7 and i i hated like reading and stuff as a kid so she sure. saw how much reading was in the game and she's like hey would you like to buy this i was like yes and so <laughs> like gotcha. after that i yeah right but i didn't care like i was excited like you know right, right, the right. reading and it wasn't wasn't a problem well and, um, you know it's cinematic and it's exciting and they they do a good job of like drawing you in with other stuff Right, yeah. So seven was sort of my hook into it. Then after that, I went back and played like all the Super Nintendo games that I had missed out on and stuff. Right, right. Um, well, like yeah, I, sorry. I remembered playing like, or not playing, but like being around older kids and like family members that were playing like Final Fantasy One. Okay. And being like kind of interested in what was going on, but not really sure. understanding. And then like you know, years later, I got my hands on three, and 
six, but three, you know? Yeah. And was like, oh, wow, this is actually really, really great. And that was around the time I played Chrono Trigger and I started playing. Six, six is Mana. such a good entry into Final Fantasy it because it really is. It has great. So the world building is is pretty good. The characters are awesome, but it, characters it, it, are great. it's like the best part of it is that each character is unique and interesting. Mm-hmm. And it does like that really awesome um, like uh the ruined world or whatever like at, oh like, yeah the man point. that, that... Like, that's some mind-blowing crap right there for yeah for a, a game to do like that's wild no 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 game has done anything no no rpg that i can think of has 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 done something quite like that i'm, I'm just racking my like, brain as i slowly finish spoilers for for ff6 i suppose but like yeah there's a there's a hard midpoint where it's like you hit the you hit the middle of that game it's like guess what you lost right yeah, it's it's some serious. You it's lost actually, you know what it is super hard, dude. It's 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 the it's the it's the first Thanos, you know, Avengers yeah, 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 game yeah. or whatever. That's that's yeah, how that Kefka that's totally how that hits ends. you with the Thanos snap. You, yeah, you get freaking and you're like, snapped. Well, shit, wow, I didn't expect that's what it that. Is. Yeah, and and well, and then you can go ahead and proceed to beat the game with however many characters you want. I mean, you mm-hmm. technically need if you're unless you're doing certain strats, you need a certain number of characters. I think at you least need to get through. like three. Yeah, it's like three or yeah. The, you have the to final dungeon requires you to do like the three different paths at the same time. So like, what are what a an awesome awesome game? It really Six is, is unbelievably good. It's it's yeah. really hard to. I love seven, but again, that's, again, that's a hundred percent. And I know this because it's nostalgia, and it was my first entry into the series. But six is so amazing when it comes to the storytelling. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, absolutely, and. and good music all around but yeah so i uh, it's also nice because it's not a super hard game which is why i was saying i think it's an, a good entry point for a lot it's of got people some moments sure but it's not it, like punishing yeah, hard. Not, i mean you seven don't really i guess have to is grind. yeah i remember I, guess, I remember being really stuck on ultros for a while because there's that the, the river soup. raft scene yeah yep where you have to protect bannon yeah yeah good old bannon and uh and Ultros can, like, just tentacle him to death in, like, one turn. <laughs> but I, that was before I learned about front row, back row. Oh, yeah, you, dude. So Bannon you got right Bannon in the, in the front row, and he's taking full damage from everything? Like, that's a big deal. <laughs> yeah, it is. Now, like, that made a huge difference. And it was, like, it was not until, like, one of my dad's friends was like, yeah, you need to you need to shift him back. And I was like, you can do that? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and like that whole that whole system was just completely lost on me and I still made it like a good distance through the game. That's, and that's, that's a it's a major mechanic. Like you take like it's like deal. half it's almost, damage. It's like fifty per- yeah, exactly. <laughs> like you're literally taking double damage I, I because named- of this. A character in World of Warcraft, Bannon, one time, and, and I, I I didn't play the character for very long, but I remember getting messages from strangers being like, is that Bannon from Final Fantasy VI? And I was like, wow, that's that's so cool. People know the reference I made with my name. Yeah, that's fun. <laughs> Good times. Oh, I need to I need to sit Jesse down and play FF6 with her. I was, she I was just thinking any... that with Leticia. <laughs> yeah, she, like, because I've run her through, like, we Chrono, Chrono Trigger, Trigger and, like, Chrono Mario Cross. RPG. Yep. And... I didn't do Mario RPG yet, but that would be one. And um, and we played Chrono Cross together, and yeah, we did Trigger Cross. We did Seven, obviously. She still um, hasn't played a. I, I need to get her on. She hasn't played a Final Fantasy game or a Zelda game, and I I've hesitated to sit her down because to and to play one of those because they're both really big commitments. Yeah, 
Yeah, but like, but she's yeah, had fun playing seven. Um, but I, mean, I guess like she's technically battles. played like part of Link to the Past at this point, but I think I think actually Lachisi would have a lot of fun playing eight because you can just mm. get rid of random battles and the game rewards you for that. That's true. <laughs> Eight's so weird. But eight like is... going back to that though, like because that's kind of what started us down this whole path is like, oh yeah, I didn't get my PlayStation until um like seven eight and i think even nine were all already out oh wow okay and so eight was the one where like that had the really nice high res cutscenes. it did yeah like the, the fmv the like the fmvs pretty. in that game are dated now but still look pretty okay they look yeah i mean it's 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 we're not a good judge of it since yeah we're gonna I mean, think they look okay again like what we've been talking about but i think they look fine like they, I, actually, I, mean, I personally think they look pretty cool because it just brings up memories. So it's hard for me to say. Right. I let me put it this way: the FMVs in, and this is not a this is not a hard like overall quality judgment for one to the next, but the FMVs in FF8 look better than the FMVs in FF7. Oh, I mean, yeah, like a lot better. There's there's <laughs> the FMVs in seven were were clunky like yes. compared to eight eights eights look like real people whereas seven were like balloon animals yeah and i at the time was like really impressed with how ff8 looked and That's i was similar. like that is that, that it blew my mind yeah and so i played eight and you know took to the characters i'm yeah, i'm a i'm an angsty teenager i can relate whatever you know i thought it was cool <laughs> triple triad's still a great card game i actually enjoy triple triad everyone loves triple triad <laughs> Like that's that's arguably the best thing about that game. <laughs> but like I I liked roughly half of the cast of of uh, of Final Fantasy VIII. Yeah. Like I mean, like legitimately liked. Like I think they're good characters generally. Mm-hmm. Half of them are less so, but you know, <laughs> that's kind of like no one cares about selfie. Yeah. But like. No, nobody can. Or I don't even... Does Irvine have anything interesting to say? No. I actually thought he was a cool-looking model. Like, I thought he was neat, but I don't he's remember He's a cool him. gunslinger guy, and he's just like... Does he say anything? <laughs> he's he's the, like... He's the, like, cool no womanizer memory. type. Yeah, he's supposed to be, like, seltzer, except less cool. Yeah. Yeah, basically. But, like, I didn't hate Squall as much as everyone else hated him. And I, and I, just, I thought I Renoa and Keistus uh, were were cool. Yeah. And Zell, despite the weird Mike Tyson tattoo, is I actually right. liked I liked Zell, but I kind of like those dumb. I liked Waka. Like I, I sort of like yeah. those kind of characters. He's definitely like the goofy butt monkey character. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Yeah, that's what he is. Yep. But but like he he plays that role well. He's all right. Yeah. But Maybe then so was. like that's my that's my intro point to to final fantasy and mm-hmm. to like to, to 3d final fantasy. And then to go from that to seven, seven is way better in a lot of ways. It's mechanically better. It's a better story. It's uh, the world is. Uh, I, I, think, I think the world of eight is actually kind of interesting. It is. The, Cause it is kind of this, like it is a weird, like fantasy techno future. Eight's 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 biggest problem is that, after the first disc, a big event happens, and then from there on, nothing really makes nothing really clicks anymore for me. Like, yeah. there's there's a lot of stuff. I'm like, what is happening? And and now you're just compressing time. Like, sure, whatever, I don't care. Yeah, like, the the eight suffers 
badly from not having a clear antagonist for yeah. a good portion of it. You think you have a clear antagonist. It's like, oh, that's well, not the antagonist at all. Okay, and that who been is cool. the antagonist? Oh, it's but, just this, it's this time witch? Well, <laughs> and then it's like the steamed hams thing. Like, can I see it? <laughs> right. No. Yeah, and, and and then the whole everyone knew each other, yada, yada, yada. The, the, We're all childhood friends. But we forgot completely. Like, I find that, I, I find that, just it's very dumb. contrived yeah it's very contrived the... and weird and i think the world of i think the world of ff8 is cool mm-hmm. like i do too i like the world so i, I was gonna like... say like the world in seven is better but like i think the I, world I... in seven is more uh it's more known it's more comfortable it's 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 seven's world i think is a mm, it i don't know feels like world a is... fantasy it feels like a fantasy rpg world yeah, yeah, with with a with a big bad with a big bad corpo. I mean, I, that's yeah. actually not like the big bad. I mean, it is, but it's 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 seven's neat because it 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 pulls you along with a couple different villains all the time. Yeah, and that's that's kind of fun. In Where terms like of the story, eight pulls you along with like, okay, here's the villain, here's the villain, here's the villain. Actually, okay, we're now talking. Girlfriend. We're now talking to the big bad, <laughs> and she's really nice, and she's offered us a cup of tea. And she also used to be married to. And she also mentor. used to be married to your, to your like mentor character. Like, yeah, like this. And, <laughs> and then it's then like, okay, why didn't it, someone tell us this? <laughs> it does not do a good job of replacing that villain with a real villain. And then you just kind of flounder for a bit. And you fight your necklace. <laughs> oh God, I forgot about that. <laughs> I, Remember how I, this podcast is about nights into dreams? No, I don't actually. Cause that was just a dream. <laughs> <laughs> i think we should circle back to it but i honestly don't know what else to say about it i just want to say if if you if you're if you're listening to this and you're if you want a really fun story a version of final fantasy 8 just google squall is dead it's a very very fun fan theory that's incredibly in depth and i actually love it a lot and usually i i kind of you know uh I enjoy a fan theory, but I won't always invest much thought into it because it's sure. just a fan theory. But this yeah. one actually makes a lot of sense, and it's really cool. Um, there's a whole website dedicated to it, actually. That it's it's a it's it's a good time. Squall is dead. He does take it like it's a really big icicle. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's through his entire chest. Which which again, the, could RPG, be a shoulder. RPG deaths are. I don't I don't take I I don't even care about that particular aspect of the theory. It's more of the rest of the story and how it all ties in with the the idea of it being some sort of like weird fevered ish dream or someone yeah. being dead or whatever it is yo um it's fun can you okay straight up can you imagine what a better game final fantasy 8 would be if squall legit died at the end of, of disc one that's what and i'm saying you take over as like cypher or whatever yeah it's it's it would have been a, a, an awesome story. well then they could have they would have done away with a lot of the nonsense there's that's why the the theory of him being dead is really cool is yeah. they they kind of it so after you read the theory you will appreciate final fantasy 8 i did anyways i was like wow i know this is probably not what they were actually intending but i really like final fantasy 8 story now because okay do you remember they the may end have of final actually, fantasy 8 they may have accidentally written a better story than they actually wrote Right, and so that's that's one of those things. Where, you remember the the last FMV in eight? There's like this weird part where you're kind of like in outer space, and then there's like that huge, like it shows your face, and there's like a giant gaping hole in your head, and it kind of like does this weird 
like stretchy effect thing. It's not, it's supposed to just look kind of, I'm not going to lie. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I don't remember <laughs> that at all. There was like, a just, it was like I a really quick split second. I don't doubt it's there, but like, I do not remember the ending to that game that vividly. <laughs> Honestly, I, I played it when I was like an angsty teen and I was okay, kind okay. of invested in the, in the romance. Okay. like that's I've, where the story was for me it was like i was fair. i was totally tied up in the rom-com I'll, will they won't they bullshit i'm gonna i'm gonna share you some it's a little it's actually very scary but i'm gonna i'm gonna send you the photo just so you can see what i'm talking about because otherwise i just sound totally insane no like which, i believe you i just don't know what you mean oh crap that's the way whatever this this the link will take you to I the image i don't remember that and i hate this i'm sorry i know i know it's actually awful but so it's it's this it's so it kind of partially revolves around that and I'm going to send you the link. It just you you like reading. I don't know why I'm not. I'm I'm, I'm trying to yeah, save no, I, you. Yeah, no, like I'll, I'll I will read it when um, we're done with this. Yeah, no, yeah, not now. This it'll, it'll take you like you know twenty minutes to go through it. But it's Although, it's really realistically, fun. I don't know how much more of this there really is. I mean, if we're talking about nights we finished a long time ago, we were like I don't know where else to go I'm sorry. with it, man. I'm sorry, nights fans. I just I don't I don't dig your jam. I, yeah, I don't know what to say. like there's the I story... really I really feel like we need to leave it at like we're missing something. Fine. There's, I, there's I, I will... something <laughs> there is something that people see in it that we're just not seeing. And maybe it's just maybe it's a time investment thing. Maybe it feels maybe it's one of those games where like it doesn't feel good at first, but you have to like put some time in and then it actually gets really fluid. <laughs> that sounds a lot like Stockholm syndrome. Like, Oh Christ, I bought this console <laughs> and this game. No, I mean, I like, love this game. I mean like a lot of platinum games feel like garbage when you pick them up because there's a lot to them and you don't really know what you're doing. And like, there's, yeah, but there's this a is, lot that of is, precision that is that required is... for the game to start feeling good. And that's why those games never sell well. Yeah. Yeah, I I agree with that. I I'm I I also like I think it's worth talking about like the actual Christmas expansion thing. Oh yeah, this is that was that. like this a weird thing of that era where it's like let's do like a let's ultimately let's do like a weird texture pack. It was like a demo that you could how did they release it actually? I um, think you got it with like Daytona USA or something. <laughs> could you get it in the US? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know that. I, oh, yeah. I mean, Happy Holidays so. from Sega. It's a sampler that was originally released holiday season. Oh, so it was the Christmas. It was the Saturn Christmas season. Basically, their console was selling poorly. And they were like, oh, God, how do we get people um, to, to, to do it? Let's give them a free game. Designer Takao Miyoshi recalled working in the peak of summer, holed up in the office, listening to Jingle Bells. <laughs> also, shout outs to two consecutive games with Jingle Bells on the soundtrack. Yeah, I guess they, well, they have to pick music that they can just use. <laughs> yeah, like open source or open, yeah. not open source, public domain. Oh, yeah, open source Jingle Bells. I like that. I mean, yeah, it basically like, is. Right? Um, okay, in Japan, it was included as part of a Christmas Sega Saturn bundle distributed yeah. free to Saturn owners who covered the shipping cost. <laughs> Which, honestly, the shipping cost was probably worth about as much as you would have actually paid for it. No. The shipping cost that they paid is probably more than I actually bought the entire game for on Steam. 
I got the game for free a week or like a month ago, remember? And that's oh, that's, that's what right. kind of spawned this whole thing was like, hey, I, I got nights for free. Let's play nights. I bought it like so th- three years ago. And I've talked about this several times because it's relevant specifically to this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, when I started streaming consistently, it was this whole thing where it's like, I'm going to play some retro game that I have heard of, but never actually played every month. Like, and I'm going to play it and finish it in that month and just knock out a bunch of these games that I've always heard about, but never really knew what they were. Yeah. And Nights was the one that I played for December because of Christmas Nights, because I knew about that. And so that was like the last one of those that I did that year. And do you know where I was going with that? <laughs> much like the game. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> <laughs> oh you got it cheap you got it cheap you got it oh cheap. yeah i i ended up buying it on sale for like a dollar 80 or something like that yeah you know nights into dreams is worth a dollar it's about tree fitting no i i think i think that's a little too high um i think a dollar 80 is the right i don't price. think it like i don't think it's as bad as you're saying it is no i agree i just i it's I, just that it's you know what it feels like it feels like a very rudimentary arcade game yeah, it's it's just an arcade game. It's just and a game I, I that I think that's kind of I I think that kind of sort of matches what Sega's design philosophy was at the time. Okay. There's a lot of games from that era that they built to be like arcade style where they're like very simple score like that's the era of Crazy Taxi, that's the era of da- the era of Daytona. True, they, they were probably doing working like on Bust a Move around that time. Yeah, they were actually had... probably working on some of those the 96 excuse me because the dreamcast came out like three years later or no it was 2000 because i remember all the no it was 99 yeah it was 99. yeah yeah yeah. the dreamcast 9999 yeah that was the that was the big thing that's right that's right so that's true they did have a lot of arcade style stuff because like choo choo rocket wasn't that oh yeah 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 that was and, a dreamcast uh, game and like yeah, a lot so they they really did a lot of these like really like small, simple, limited scope games mm-hmm. that were just like, yeah, it's just like, it's not a big sprawling game. It's just a very simple concept with some levels. And like Knights is a very simple concept with some levels. Like it is just, it is just fly around and collect the things. It, it is, it is a Sonic game without enemies or, or like a g- ground. <laughs> it's a it's a sonic game where you're supersonic the whole time and there's not yeah. really and there's not really enemies except for bosses and you just collect stuff and you have to go like upper path lower path and just and just grab things yeah that that's you just that's it not perfectly. a good game that doesn't sound like a good game to me it you is described it. it you've described it perfectly <laughs> it's just it, it just isn't like again if this were a mini game in another game, I'd be I'd be like, oh, cool. That's all right. Yeah, I don't or, mind doing or, that once in a while. Or if it was an actual arcade game, yeah. I would I would hold it into a different light. So I had I actually didn't know much. I mean, I knew what Nights was. I've seen it around, but I've never really paid much attention to gameplay, honestly. So this right. is my first time ever playing the game. And I expected something way different. Like I expected it to I don't know what I expected, I guess, because I, I never watched I, a video. Yeah, I, I'm just I, so I'm 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 hitting it 
really hard in terms of my dislike I agree for it with you in terms of I like this is not what I expected this game to be yeah like I'm I'm totally I am actually shocked that this is the game that people have talked about I mean good god Knights ends up on like the greatest games of all times lists and stuff and that's why I feel I don't like understand. we're missing something yeah dude there's no way I, I I don't know I have a hard time believing that both of us had the exact same experience coming from a position of having never played it, thinking it was good, and then went into it like, what, what, what is this? Like, do, do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it would be different because I came into, I was the one that suggested this game. I was excited about it. And I, I was yeah, actually, I want to be, I want to say like, well, you know, we, it's the benefit of like 20 years of hindsight, but like this, that's what the entire podcast is about is 20 years of hindsight. 30 years of hindsight. Yeah, 30, yes, yeah. And there have been plenty of games that we have pulled up here and been like, this game's awesome. Yes. Like, I didn't know about this at all, but they're like, this is great. And this mm-hmm. isn't one of those games. No, it's it's not. It's it's just, uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's and, and, and maybe, maybe there'll be a time where I can come back to it now that I know what it is and be like, all right, I'm going to try again. And and now that I know that this is what it is, maybe I will like it, but I'm probably not going to do that. And I think that's where my expectations, if I had known, if someone had said, hey, you know, just basically, because you kind of tried to tell me that, but I still didn't, because you know, you're know, you flying through rings. I was like, yeah, yeah, I know that. But I, I still thought, I don't know. I thought there was going to be something to it where there's some kind of timing of your boosting or 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 moves or enemies to avoid or dodge or do something. But it's you're just and flying I mean, like, through there, rings. There kind of is something like but that. But do the enemies but even like, matter? Like, I don't know. There's, but there's, again, like the, there's no the story. end result of it is like there's, it feel, there's basically no fail state. Right, right, right. So like... I mean, you can die during the boss fight or you can run out of time. Time is the only limiting factor, really. Yeah, that's your life bar is is your time. Because otherwise you wake up from your dream. If you run out of time, you just have to like run over the ground to jump back up to the platform where you transform, which is weird because the like the entire game is on this like 2D flight plane. Mm -hmm. And then like all of a sudden you have 3D ground movement if you mess up. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's like you, like you should control. never actually have to do that. <laughs> also, the ground is sometimes made of bouncy pudding. Like, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's 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 a trip. Here's this a game... fun thing: Would you like to see the optional 3D controller that was packaged with Nights into Dreams? Oh, the wait, it was it was actually packaged with the game. I've I, seen, was, yeah, yeah. This is the it was controller. like an add-on. So you know, you know how this controller got created. I do not. So what happened was is we will put this in the description as well. Yeah, this this might be more interesting than the than the logo of Knights. But the the controller was made because they they made the Saturn and then they saw the the sixty four and they were like, oh good god, that's cool. <laughs> like the joystick was created because of Mario sixty four. Like, well, we got to make a pancake with a with a <laughs> with a joystick on it, and so that's what the that's what the 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 three D Sega Saturn. Uh, yeah. controllers from <laughs> but yeah. i love that that like i, I guess that's that's and there I were times think where the game actually works better on on digital controls than analog if i'm being honest like, i can I feel see like it. It, i feel like it actually works better on pad than stick yeah I, I i played with the 360 controller like you know the one that you can just plug in with the usb and i absolutely did not use the joystick yeah which is weird <laughs> because it does like it does require you to to go on like 
curved trajectories, but like it's I don't know. It's they so I, I think it's amusing because of supposedly that the the <laughs> the Sega team saw 64 was like, oh, that's really good. I think Knights or the, the Saturn pattern is more is more dedicated to arcade games because that was actually like you were saying, that sure. was kind of what the direction of the Sega Saturn was in a lot of ways was sort of arcadey style stuff. Mm -hmm. Um and then they, they added the joystick, but since I don't think it was great with the joystick, like I would have used it. I absolutely would have used the D-pad um, instead of the instead of the joystick playing that game on, on, on the Saturn, because that's what I did this time. So why not? Sorry, Borks. I'm not real <laughs> sure why. They're just, they're, you know, they're just excited about life. They're sharing their feelings about Knights. That's fair. I, I don't know how much like I don't know how much further we want to go with this, to be honest. It's. I'm 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 getting kind of depressed because I feel I feel bad because I feel like we should like I feel like I should have liked this me too <laughs> better than I did. Yeah, like I I felt I turned it on. Like I said I played it I I played the game for about an hour and I I didn't completely I didn't complete it. I really didn't because I was like I just I don't I I really don't like this. I'm just going to watch a let's play and kind of get a feel for what I missed. Um, I, uh, I booted it up earlier today and you obviously are on my steam friends list. Yeah. I saw you. Playing, so I yeah. saw like, I saw earlier, like Tom <laughs> booted this up or Tom uh, played nights for the first time. <laughs> and it was like yesterday. Yeah, it was yesterday. Yeah. And then I also saw like <laughs> Tom has played this game recently for 46 minutes. And I was like, uh Oh, <laughs> yeah. that's not a good sign. It's true. I, I just, I couldn't get it. I just, I maybe, you know, I, I usually go for the middle ground and say it's, it's, it's I, I, like, I want to agree with you that maybe I'm missing something, but I'm, I'm perfectly comfortable just I saying think, this I is not for me. Both that's, things that's all I can, can say. be true. I think both things can be true where you're like, I hated this game and maybe there's something to it that I'm missing. A hundred percent. I am, I am, I am totally down with that. I, they are not mutually exclusive. You're right. Yeah. It's, I, I, I didn't, I will, I don't like it, but I am open to saying that somebody could come in here and leave a comment. That's like, dude, you're doing it all wrong. And I'd be like, oh yeah, cool. Okay. Uh, then, then, then I entirely like possible. It after that. Entirely possible. Um, but I will but not you, be, you can sort of tell why you had the idea of playing Christmas nights. And I was like, cool, you have fun with that. I played you did, that yeah. before. You were, you were oddly, <laughs> usually you're pretty excited about games in general, even if it's like a, a bad game. I think, you know what the problem with nights is that it's not, it's not a, a bad game necessarily. It's just a boring game. It's a boring game where you do the same thing. And I'm not really interested in like, in, in, in like perfectionist score attack, which is really what that's about. Yeah. Yeah. And it will, this will be, if we were to theoretically have a podcast where we rated video games that we've played since the beginning, I, I, I spoilers Christmas will be at my, the bottom of my list. That's, you know, that's I'm fair. James pond two will be above nights. <laughs> yep. It's yep. all right. So, well, well, no, I know you're not going to rate this below because it's literally a game that you already know you like from childhood. But what are we playing next week? Um, we're playing Home Alone on Which the PC. Home Alone, though? The PC Home Alone. And I, Is I'm i really like excited. DOS Home Alone? It would be DOS. That's true, actually. Yes. It's not even PC. I mean, it's PC, but it's it's 
<laughs> it's so old that you can just play it on the Internet Archive website. <laughs> it's just sitting there to mm -hmm. play for anybody. Um, yep. This will be a fun format, too, because Dean and I are going to, well, we're, we've been talking about trying out a different way of kind of like what we did for the Peacekeepers, where we play yeah. it together and um, maybe upload the, the gameplay video on, on YouTube if it works out. We'll see. Usually the pattern is that I will stream the game and mm -hmm. oftentimes Tom will like hang out on the stream. And yeah, and I try to play it before we you stream it, so that way I'm not completely influenced by what happens then. Right, right. Uh, um, and like, there's variations on that depending on the game and depending on like whether one or one or the other of us has like history with it. Yeah. Um, but uh, this one is going to be uh, Tom has played this before, and I have not. I played Home Alone on Super Nintendo, and basically no other one. Yeah. So this one is a this one's a vastly different experience, and we're going to play and record that offline, and then I'm going to edit it and upload it at probably a a later date because I'm behind on all my video editing right now. But but whenever I have time to sit down and cut that into cut that into a, a Peacekeepers esque video, I will be doing that, and then that will be next week's podcast. Yeah, I'm looking forward. I'm 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 looking forward to it because I don't remember. I, I want to know if it was purely memory of me enjoying the experience or if it's just <laughs> totally hot, nasty garbage. <laughs> so so I, I'm, I'm looking forward I to I have this. a feeling that Home Alone for PC is <laughs> not exactly an award winner. <laughs> no, I don't I'm not even I'm not looking for awards here. I'm just looking for playable for more than 30 minutes without being bored. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair that's you know that's, fair that's really what i'm looking for <laughs> the dream's okay. delight oh i just want to see you standing there i'm just okay well that music's playing now bye everybody see ya in a dream i could see you are not far away Anytime, any place, I can see your face. You're that special one that I've been waiting for, and I hope you're looking for someone like me. In my dreams, I can hear you calling me in the night. Everything's so sweet in your eyes. I feel there's so much. I'm the one that
together forever.